0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're going to look at a portion of Scripture today that sort of came to mind. Because of where we find ourselves, uh, just on the calendar right now. Uh, today's date is uh, September the 4th, uh, 2017. It's actually Labor Day. And we are starting to get some things going locally. Some you know classes and schools resumed uh, two or three weeks ago. And uh, we're about to resume our local Bible study classes. And if you live within the region, <laughs> and if you live here, you know where it is. <laughs> if you live here, uh, we're going to be starting tomorrow, literally on Tuesday, September the 5th. Also, uh, I do online Bible study classes, and those will start next week on September the 11th. I believe that's Monday, September the 11th. And you can find that on uh, any of my links, Facebook page or anything like that. We're actually going to be doing the same study locally and online. We're going to be studying 2 Corinthians. And, uh, you know, the Scripture tells us to... uh, to study the Word of God, to know how to accurately handle the Word of Truth. And as in all things with Scripture, we need to do it the way the Scripture tells us to do it. If we're not careful, we can become biblical deists. In other words, we're worshiping uh, the Word of God, but we don't really do what the Word of God says, and and we're not faithful in that. And sometimes I sort of struggle with that because I see a lot of people who... And a couple of things that happen, they don't study the word of God and they don't know it at all. So they get really deceived and caught up in things because they don't know what the truth is. So you have that element. And then you have another element where people will study and they know the truth and they live that in their own personal life. We'll put it that way. okay? And yet there's really nothing that you see them doing in the kingdom of God. In other words, they're more like uh, the phrase is spiritual sponges, that type of thing. And both of those are are, are Are errors that need to be uh, corrected. So I thought we'd go to 2 Timothy today. The second chapter, the 14th verse, and Paul is addressing this. And this is Paul writing to Timothy at the end of Paul's life. He's literally passing the baton to Timothy, and he's given all sorts of... uh, advice and insight. And so in the 14th verse, Paul tells Timothy to do this, remind them of these things. Well, obviously we're jumping in the middle of context. We're not sure what these things are, but we're not going to worry about that because he tells them what to do. Remind them of these things and solemnly charge them in the presence of God, not to wrangle about words, which is useless and leads to the ruin of the hearers. And so there there was debate and there were things that were going on. And he's telling them, don't get caught up in these things. Don't wrangle over these words. Now, let me quickly say this. That doesn't mean that we don't speak forth the truth. All too often, people just want to go, well, no, no, I don't want to get caught up in anything like that. I'm not going to debate. I'm not going to do that. Well, no, that's wrong, too, because we must speak forth the truth of the word of God. But there's a difference with speaking forth the truth of the word of God and wrangling about words okay sometimes people come along well i'm just going to love everybody and everything will be fine we're just called to love and so we're just going to love and that'll be it well no we need to love and speak forth the truth of the word of god Okay, it's not a mutually exclusive type of thing you can love. And the primary way we do love is that we reveal the truth. He says, if you wrangle about these words, it's useless and it leads to the ruin of hearers. There's actually two or three scriptures that speak to this. Uh, Verse 15, the very next verse is a verse that we're very familiar with, but quite often people don't realize what the context is. So what's the context? Paul is telling him, hey, remind him of this and solemnly charge him in the presence of God. Don't wrangle over these words. That's just useless. And it leads to the ruin of the hearers. Now verse 15, be diligent to present yourself approved to God as a workman who does not need to be ashamed, accurately handling the word of truth. So we see several things out here that are sort of action type of things. He says, be diligent. In other words, there's a role, there's a responsibility. There's something that we must do, and we must do it day in and day out with our nose to the grindstone, as we would say. Be diligent to present ourselves, (coughs) approve to God. And well, how do we do this? We do it by accurately handling the word of truth to where we don't need to be ashamed. For the most part, now, hear me carefully on this. For the most part, the word of truth is not accurately handled within the body of Christ. If you were to walk into any given church within within the region where I am right now, I can literally walk up on the floor, uh, uh, the second floor here at the building I'm in right now, and look out and see seven different churches. Okay? I could walk into any of those seven different churches and walk in on any particular given Sunday, and on any particular in any particular Sunday school class or anything, because I know a lot of these folks. Okay, I know what it is. I know what they And generally speaking, the word of truth is not accurately being handled. The word of truth is being used as a pretext. Yeah, okay. It will be referred to. It will be referenced. It will be read. But then it's read, and then I say what I want to say, with maybe an oblique reference back to the reading I had a while ago. But accurately handling the word of truth is rarely done, folks. It is rarely done, even in the best of situations, when you sit there and really look at what's going on because we'll err on so many different ways, okay? which I don't have time to get into right now. But he says we need to be diligent to present ourselves approved to God as a workman who doesn't need to be ashamed. There's work involved with this. There's diligence involved with this. And it's uh, it's not so much uh, we can say, oh, well, God's proud of me and everything. No, no, no. It's where we do what is right in the eyes of God to accurately handle the word of truth. Now watch this. The very next verse picks up the previous verse. But avoid worldly and empty chatter, for it will lead to further ungodliness. And he says, just avoid that worldly type of talking, that empty chatter. That is what is so distracting with so many portions of the body of Christ now, is they're caught up with the worldly empty chatter, and it sounds so good, and it sounds so great, and it sounds so wonderful. If you read some of the reports that you get from the denominational level and uh, committee level and leadership level and commission levels and all these kind of things, you read it and it just sounds so eloquent, but it is just so much fluff to the point that it's, I mean, it, it nearly is it's so irritating. I can't even describe it. Well, I can describe but I'm not going to <laughs> how irritating it is. Well, you say, well, why should we avoid this? Well, he tells us it leads to further ungodliness. And then the next verse says this and their talk will spread like gangrene. Among them, Hymeneus and Philatus. He gives a couple examples. Men who've gone astray from the truth, saying that the resurrection has already taken place. They upset the faith of some. So Paul's saying, you need to be diligent, okay, to to uphold and to speak and to learn and to know the word of the truth. If you don't, then you're going to get distracted. You're going to get caught up in the worldly empty chatter, and that's going to lead to ungodliness, and that's going to lead to a form of spiritual gangrene. Watch this, the last verse we'll do together. Nevertheless, sort of a term of conclusion here. Nevertheless, the firm foundation of God stands, having this seal. The Lord knows those who are his. And everyone who names the name of the Lord is to abstain from wickedness. That's some powerful stuff right there. Tell you what, tomorrow we'll pick up with this idea because in a few verses he builds on this a little more, showing us what to do and how to do it and what to avoid. This is a really, really needed word for the body of Christ today. Uh, Let me ask you to take it before the Lord. Say, God, what can we do? What am I supposed to be doing? and see what he says. If you live locally, join us. Come in and hang out with us during the Bible study times. I think you'll be amazed at what God will teach you. Again, I'm Dale, and I'll see you later. Goodbye.